brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process, we decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm uh, Shell's Mask. And I'm Gus. And this is Creativity Wasted. Thanks, guys, for uh, doing this like special like fill-in episode because it's Memorial Day next week. Normally the guests bring their own ideas, but I'm just going to do mine. So uh, I've always hated exercise, especially like gym-like exercise, because it's just so damn boring and sweating sucks, being tired and out of breath sucks. There's not much to occupy your mind. If you're at a gym, maybe you're trying to watch a TV that's sort of maybe in front of you that you maybe can hear the volume, maybe you can control the channel, maybe if you're at a real gym you can people watch or whatever, but I never found that enough to not be miserable. I saw some like BuzzFeed article that what we think of as like gym exercise used to be like a form of torture making people do physical activity that doesn't accomplish anything. <laughs> That's what a gym is. Like, you're just running in place. You're not running to catch a deer or, like, whatever our genetics program us to do, running to the next village to trade, or you're not building a thing, like building a house. You're just wasting physical energy and not getting much sense of accomplishment of doing a real important task or stimulation of like being entertained so i think gym exercise is a failure of human imagination and it's borderline masochistic and torturous so you're saying the smash inquisition then with the best gym in the world <laughs> you say it's torture the Spanish inquisition with the best people at torture you know so that's the, the best gym you want to be in in the history of gym. Well, i don't know did they have torturous exercise in the spanish inquisition i'm picturing like putting your head in the thing or like splaying you out so your arms rip off although they did have the thing on like the simpsons where they're going in circle and they're like yeah spinning the, like the donut machine above yeah that's like gym exercise but they throw you into a, a hole and then throw a whole bunch of rats in the hole with you that's a hell of a you know exercise right there, keeping those rats off of you. I mean, you burn a lot of calories. We're <laughs> trying to catch and eat the rats. <laughs> but yeah, I think exercise shouldn't be a goal in and of itself. It should be a byproduct of doing a fun thing, like a, a sport or a productive thing. Question for you then. I mean, like if your gyms would hook up their equipment back into the grid and they forced all of their patrons to generate energy for net zero emissions here. I mean, they're doing the tiniest bit of productive thing. Like it's not efficient electricity generation. Like one of my old ideas on the podcast was to get exercise by building tiny houses in a gym. So you're swinging the hammer and whatnot in the gym building, but you're building tiny houses instead of running on a treadmill. And the reason they were tiny houses is that they would fit in the gym building. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the, the whole prison effect where they take all of the prisoners to quote unquote exercise in the washrooms in the, in the, in the food area where they do their work, like on the road, cleaning up trash type of thing. Yeah. I think um, cleaning up trash is actually better than working out in a gym <laughs> marginally but 
what I want to get to is one convenient way not to make exercise productive, like building tiny houses, but to make it fun, which is to get exercise while playing video games. And so the benefits of that is you can do it whenever you want in your house. So it's it's even more convenient than going to a gym. It's definitely more convenient than trying to play a sport where you've got to coordinate with a bunch of people or whatever. Although depending on what game you're playing, you might want to coordinate with people, but you don't have to. And they have some fitness games, like they have the Nintendo Wii and they have VR, like Beat Saber. But those are sort of like half-ass exercise. They don't burn as much calories as playing a sport or running on a treadmill. I don't know. Quinn has that VR and he plays these games where at the end of it, he's exhausted. He's sweating and everything. There's so much sweat even as on the VR yourself. Well, it depends on what you're doing. And mm-hmm. maybe some of them, like, especially like the boxing ones Box. I heard, mm-hmm. are pretty good exercise. Some of them you can even use like uh, the pad where they hit the boxing, uh, boxing pad, whatever the hell it's called. I'm real manly <laughs> with my punching bag. <laughs> my yeah, the punching bag. little... Thumb punching bag. I never watched Rocky, huh? <laughs> Not enough to get the lingo down. The other thing with with like mini games like that, like Beat Saber, and they're not as fun as like a full on video game, like a Grand Theft Auto or Fallout or Cyberpunk or whatever the big A list titles are. And so, what I want to do is exercise while playing like the funnest video game. I don't want to play like a mini game that's geared towards getting you fit that you get bored with quickly. I want to play like the best video game while exercising. That's my goal. Um, and so like I have a, some fitness equipment. I have a treadmill, an exercise bike, a rowing machine, a jump rope, and some dumbbells. And what all of those things have in common is handles that you hold on to. They're also very heavy. That's also in common with all those uh, uh, things. They're also all very heavy. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so the reason I brought them up, they all have quite similar handles. So if you could make like a video game controller that would fit in those handles with like all of the buttons of like an Xbox or PlayStation controller, then you could play the A-list video games while you were using one of those things. So that's what my idea is, is some standard handle that you can just pop on to fitness things and have it be a controller. And so it would allow you to like run or pedal or row while you're playing the video game. But the running or the rowing doesn't affect your character in the game. It's just a thing that you're sort of blocking out while you're playing the video game with your hands. Mm. So that that's what I want to do. And maybe as a bonus, if you could get it to impact some games. For example, the exercise bike, if you're playing like... There's a game where you're driving the cars, but you're playing soccer. You're thinking of Rocket League. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking and of absolutely, Rocket League. that's a fantastic game. So that might make sense for the running or the rowing to affect your character in the game. Because you're controlling a rolling car. Yeah, that'd be brutal. I mean, if you don't pedal or you slow down or you get tired, your car just stops in the field. 
Yeah. So if you did do it that way, you would want all of the people you're competing against to also be pedaling a bicycle. Otherwise, you'd be at an unfair advantage. And so, yeah, maybe you could do that with a fun game, but I think it's better to just play the game with your hands and then just pedal or walk or even on silly things like the the rowing machine or dumbbells. Just use your thumbs and your fingers to um, play a normal video game while you're exercising. And so what I would want as like a thing to buy would be like standardized handle that you could pop onto a treadmill and then take it off and then pop onto a rowing machine. That would be the ultimate solution. But this one I actually started to build. I took a Mark Rober creative engineering course for like $300 or something where you build shit. The one with the eight-year-olds? Yeah, the, a lot of kids. There were some adults in it. But um, <laughs> you build your own invention ideas. And my idea was to build the game controller for the treadmill. I just want to say this, that I really think that this this idea of somehow the gamification of exercising really does have some legs on it. I mean, we've seen Peloton come out with their whole subscription service that, of course, revolves around the idea of exercises that you would use with their bikes. But I mean, really, what has taken off during this time of COVID? You know, it's it's the gaming industry, sitting at home, the video games, the connecting with other people over the Internet. All of that can really, really enhance an experience that somebody would normally say, just like you said, this kind of sucks. So if you add that gamification where people could then experience a game, say, in a hotel or uh, in their own home, in the basement or at the gym, and continue whatever they're working on in that game, get their mind off of the exercise that they're doing. I really think that you could make time disappear and people could burn calories. So I, I think there's a lot to this. I'm really excited to see what you're, what you're working on. I don't like Peloton because it's like taking shitty gym exercise and moving it to your home. <laughs> like it doesn't solve the fundamental problem of exercise being boring. It's like, okay, I'm going to pay $2,000 for an exercise bike and like $50 a month just so you can connect to some online cheerleader who might mention your name and say, come on, Gladys, keep going. Like once every three months, they might get their name mentioned in the Peloton class. I think that is awesome that they can say your name. <laughs> it reminds me of the days of Richard Simmons in the 80s, you know. Well, we know who has a Peloton subscription here. <laughs> don't be, don't be ashamed. Did you, jealous. did you cave in and buy your wife a Peloton? It's in the mail. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> if if Richard Simmons did a Peloton video, then I would buy Peloton. But uh, so I'm on the other side when it comes to Peloton and Richard Simmons. But but go ahead. <laughs> Well, let me talk about my homemade thing. So I made this game controller. So basically, I added new handles that are like six inches above the handles of the treadmill using PVC pipe with the, the homemade game controller buttons on them, which was convenient because the handles on the treadmill were too low for me. I'm, I'm only six one, but they were uncomfortably low. And then I have a board going across, and on the back of that board... I have a microcontroller, and there's a bunch of wires to the controller buttons inside the PVC pipe, and then they stick out the back and connect to the microcontroller, 
which connects to the PC using Bluetooth. It's using like DirectX game controller or Bluetooth commands or something like something super old. And I'm using what's called a Xbox controller emulator yep. on the PC end that's mapping the direct input Bluetooth to make it look like an Xbox controller. Mm. And so it'll work with Steam so I can play all the main PC games. Like The game I was playing when I built it was uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is a Ubisoft game. It's kind of like Zelda Breath of the Wild. I actually bought a xbox series x today oh you did yeah i paid extra money to get it i bought the xbox adaptive controller it's for handicapped people so you can build custom game controllers for handicapped people what is variety of handicapped people you mean the ones that walk slowly or like the ones that are blind or presumably not blind but it's like if you've got like stub arms or whatever, you can like mash them on this. Mm. I'll probably edit that out because that was insensitive. But... <laughs> and on the back here, you can build your own buttons and plug them in this. And and this is like the um, Bluetooth gateway to the Xbox. Oh. So when I, when I built the controller on the treadmill, all of the wires have uh, connectors on them. Yeah. So that I can swap out that microcontroller I'm using and swap this on yeah. to use that same controller to play the Xbox. Mm. Yeah. Since I bought the Xbox, I want, I'm going to actually start building the other controllers for the other devices. An exercise bike, a rowing machine, a jump rope, and some dumbbells. Right now the treadmill is the only one that works. How has it been with the uh, the level of exercise you do in gameplay, though, that do, do the two meld or uh, overlap pretty well? Or is it like, you know, a lot of times you find you, you get distracted in the game and then you lose track of what you're doing on the treadmill? Yeah, it worked okay. The Immortals Phoenix Rising is like a RPG, but when whenever you meet like a boss, it's like a hack and slash. Yeah. So you've got to mash all the buttons. And some of them, there was a little bit of a delay or whatever sometimes, and it was a little annoying. But for the parts where you're exploring, which is a big chunk of the game, or you're just fighting like a little character that's easy to kill, it was fine. It was a little frustrating that I wasn't as good at the game. So I had already gotten to the harder parts of the game, but then I switched to sucking a little bit <laughs> because it's not as easy to do with that controller. Yeah. So I started a new game called Journey to the Savage Planet, which is more of an exploration game. Mm-hmm. Like your space shuttle crashes on a planet and you've got to like build stuff. It's kind of like Subnautica, but on the land. And that one I played a lot. That was the main one I was using with that. And I would play it for like an hour at a time. And I could play the game pretty good. There were a couple spots where you had to do things that were sort of difficult that I couldn't do. And I had to sit down and beat that part with a normal controller mm-hmm. and then go back to using that treadmill. And I almost fell a couple times because uh, one thing you got to do a lot is like make a hard jump. You're like backing up to give yourself room to run and you're like kneeling down and then you're going to like sprint forward. My body sort of wanted to do that while I was using the treadmill and I almost fell off the back of the treadmill. (laughs) I did that two or three times actually, but I never actually fell it's probably risky. I, I wouldn't recommend it, actually. Actually, 
you probably uh, avoid a lot of uh, insurance plans with, uh, with this concept. <laughs> I think that would be better for elliptical than a treadmill because treadmills are self-powered. Yeah. I think the exercise bike, you wouldn't run into any problems. If the yeah. controller works well, you could play a game like almost completely as good as if you were sitting on a couch because you're still you're sitting. Right. So that was basically my experience. The idea would be that if you have all of these devices, you have a treadmill, bicycle, rowing machine, free weights, jump rope, maybe some other things. Those happen to be the ones that I have. You've got different tasks in the video game, and some of them will be easier to do with the limitations of one exercise device versus another. So what I think would be cool is if you had them all connected to the game at the same time. So you could like pause it and move from one exercise device to the other, depending on what you're doing in the game. Like, okay, you're just running around from place to place, loot grinding or whatever they call it. You could use just about any device, but then, okay, I ran into a boss. I need to do a boss battle. I'm going to move to the exercise bike because it's easier, but most of the time you could be exercising. The good thing about this, too, is sometimes you feel like a loser if you're sitting around playing video games all day as a 40-year-old man. (laughs) But if you're exercising while you're doing it, you feel like less of a loser, you know? (laughs) That's guilty. You're you're sort of accomplishing something. I think, uh, actually, due to COVID, that uh, um, stereotype is now gone, and you have risen up to be a champion of health if you actually stay home and do nothing but play video games. (laughs) Call me champion, (laughs) champion King Tom. (laughs) I'm the goat of sitting on my ass and doing nothing. So, I mean, ultimately, the controller is the first step. But do you plan to expand this into some type of way to pull data from the actual equipment, too? So that, you know, there's feedback coming into the game that you're actually doing something? Uh, Not really. The exercise bike came with a game controller on it. It's called the VIR Zoom. It's out of production. It's it's like seven or eight years old. You might be able to find a used one on eBay, but it came with some video games that you could play on the Vive VR video games, but they were mini games that were boring as shit. But it does have Bluetooth, and you can connect it to the PC, and you can use that same Xbox controller emulator software that I use for the treadmill to, to map the um, controls. So it's got some buttons in the handles, and it's got analog for, like, how fast you're pedaling. So maybe I could just use that that's already built in. But I wasn't planning on... So what I'm building is, like, a cheap imitation of what the ultimate idea is. The ultimate idea would be, like, a generic handle that you could pop on to all sorts of different things. What I'm building are, like, little prototypes... Like, I'm going to build a totally different controller for the bicycle. I don't have enough skill to make a general purpose one. Well, you got to start out with one. you got to get the idea off the ground. And then from there, you build, enhance, and, and change for your version 2, 3, 4, 5, etc. Yeah, I'm using, like, PVC pipe and wood and, like... Yeah, you're rapid prototyping. This is, I mean, this is this is how it is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, ultimately, if I wanted to, like, sell a thing, I would probably have to buy like a 3d printer or something to make a more streamlined thing and then maybe like a clamping system to allow it to clamp onto just about anything like a treadmill or a roaring machine or whatever so that's basically the idea is um 
game controllers that allow you to get exercise while you're doing something fun, but the exercise doesn't relate to the actual game. It's just something that you're doing that you should do, and you're not thinking about it. Your mind is doing the fun thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. I mean, if you were going to move on to something where you're attaching it to a certain type of piece of equipment, I would probably aim for some of the bigger names because they've got equipment in all the gyms and you'd be able to hit a wider audience right off the bat. For instance, like Life Fitness, Cybex, or Precore. You'll see them in gyms, you'll see them in hotels, and you'll hit a really wide audience before you hit some of the smaller ones like Nordatrack, you know, some of those smaller ones that are just really residential only. And by doing that, then anyone who goes to like a Planet Fitness or um, a bigger gym would probably see your, uh, the ability for them to plug into it and then pull data off of that machine if you were going to make a interface and, and make it work with, um, you know, something for, for next step. Yeah, I, I think... Getting a fitness manufacturer to do this would be near impossible because I think they've drunk the Kool-Aid of, like, enjoying the masochistic part of exercise. Yeah. So, like Peloton, they could make a video game for their treadmills, but instead they just replicate the gym. I think with Peloton, their policy was trying to capture people who would pay for a personal trainer. And because their their subscription service is $40 a month. I mean, you're not getting any of the gym features. You're on a bike or on their equipment, and it's $40 a month. So what they were trying to do is they were trying to say that you don't need to pay somebody to be there with you that uh, $60 or $40 an hour that you pay them once a week or twice a month or whatever you do, you could pay Peloton and we could do it as much as you want all the time. And every once in a while, we'll hook up somebody in our video group to say hello to you on video, making you really feel like that $40 a month was worth it. I think that's what they were aiming for. But I don't think realistically that it's out of the realm of belief that they might add some things to go after the younger crowd. And what I mean by that is the crowd who are already into games and are looking for something that would be much like what you're trying to develop. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the level of commitment. So the people with that you know, do the Peloton are in a middle part of commitment. And those are the, at the bottom, don't want to exercise, but they have a device that allows them to, to, to do it. And their favorite thing at the same time, then they'll do it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I was picturing that as like like a normal game controller is like 60 bucks, maybe 40 bucks from like Xbox or PlayStation. The no-name brand is like maybe 25 bucks. So maybe if it costs double, maybe if it costs like 120 bucks for like this thing that can clamp on to treadmills and rowing machines and stuff, people would just buy that and just clamp it onto whatever they've already got. And they would buy their own games. Maybe that's not where the money's at, but that was what I was thinking. You can design a controller that you can put on a fork and spoon. That will also sell, too. So you can eat while you play games. I'm just saying. People love to eat. Yeah. <laughs> or like a walker or a steering wheel of a car, like a Tesla self-driving <laughs> car. You play uh, one of those racing games in, in a Tesla, you know. <laughs> the Teslas come with games. They have a number of games, and they're not small games. I mean, you've got Cuphead, 
which is a very famous, well-done, extremely good game. took me forever to beat that one, but that's in the Tesla right now. I mean, there are full games in there, and I, I don't think this trend is really going away. I think that small mobile games like this are going to start to show up anywhere that you have a screen and an opportunity, and I think that this is an untapped industry right now. And your idea will catch fire. It may not be right now. It may not be for the next year, but I really do think it's going to catch fire and it's going to show up at gyms because if Peloton's only making money off of the people who really love to work out, what about having this whole nother group, the people who hate working out, join their subscription service and pay for minor games to jump on the, the unit and go? And it might not be 30, $39 a month. They could go down to $10 a month, but now they're dipping into like Planet Fitness's business routine. You know, those are the people who just pay $10 a month and forget about it. And Peloton's just bringing in the money doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, the problem, you're in the walled garden of Peloton. So like what games are going to be offered? They're going to be some shitty mini games. Unless Peloton runs on Windows and they could put Steam on there, you could play real games that hardcore gamers wouldn't be bored with. They would need a decent processor which they might not have now so they probably need a special peloton bike with a better processor but fundamentally it'd be the same os i just found out that it is a custom peloton build of android oh makes sense cheaper but see here's the thing like you could go to something free and what i mean by that is if i was the developer if i was like cybex or or life fitness right I would totally use Android as my base operating system for my displays. I would send the data in using the, the Seraport connections, right? But ultimately, then anyone could use any controller attached to the device as well as pull the information off of the device with no extra development. So anyone who wanted to develop on Android could run whatever game controller they wanted on my, let's say, treadmill, and we could get... An easy, uh, we could get the Treadmills UI as an app, as well as any other game running within that UI's purview as an app as well. Free development, and uh, it's not too bad. So the screen of the Peloton would be running Android as well? I don't, I don't know anything about Peloton's um, implementation, but realistically, it would be any type of, like if your equipment here doesn't use its own real-time OS... It could use Android and just send the information back to it, back to the Android's uh, operating system or an app on there that would be the screens look and feel of your workout equipment. And yet you could still expand that indefinitely using existing apps, apps that have been developed that's already on the Android market. And this could apply to iOS and any other operating system, too, for the people who are immediately shrugging their eyes when I say Android. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, for the controller, I think that would work great, but like then you you'd be stuck with whatever mini games run on your Androids and your iOSs, and those are shit games that nobody wants to play. Ah, it's better than nothing. You gotta start somewhere, right? I mean, you could develop the games as well, but it, it, it's it's a start. But we're offloading the workload of developing the games to people who already have made games for that operating system. Well, if the Peloton had like a, a video in, like an HDMI in, then they could just sell something that's like an NVIDIA Shield to play like a cloud g gaming system that would just run on the HDMI in, and then somehow it would connect the controller. 
I mean, yeah, they could do something where they're doing like PMP, right? Where the operating system would be pulling some information from some type of video in. My guess is they don't have that feature because it seems to video in is a very unusual feature to have in Android. Well, or it wouldn't need to even go to the Android. It would go to the monitor. Right. Okay. So if you're doing it with some other equipment that just straight up talks to the monitor, that's possible. Yeah. And then the Android could maybe connect to the NVIDIA Shield just for the controller. And then uh, the actual Peloton monitor, you'd have to, like, toggle your inputs from the Peloton input to the uh, HDMI 2, which would be the NVIDIA Shield. So as a, as a side note for any of the listeners, really, there are directions on how you can flash alternative Android OSs to certain Peloton monitors, completely bypassing the Peloton OS and then replacing it with a stock version of Android. Some people have found out how to do it with uh, older versions of the Peloton. I can't guarantee it does apply to newer ones, but you can root them. And you can flash your own version of Android OS and and put in some basic Android games from the from the Play Store. Well, I might edit out all of this talk about Android and like how Peloton might implement this because this is like way too nerdy. <laughs> I mean, we're all programmers, but the people who listen to my podcast they might not care about uh... <laughs> how to hack up a Peloton bike. What's wrong with them? <laughs> they obviously do not have the the right priorities in life. Yeah. Oh, one one thing I wanted to ask. So, Shalos, you enjoy going to the gym. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I think I've already told you this. He likes to get hit on by really old women. <laughs> I'll be the guy who goes out and says it. Shales, is that, don't be that's shy. That's not really. But... <laughs> That's what it is. It's a confidence booster, Tom. <laughs> you feel like, hey, if an 80-year-old chick is hitting on me, that I still got it. Mm. Yeah, because I thought, well, maybe the only reason people go to the gym and enjoy it is, like, the social aspect. Like, either you're in, like, a class or you're meeting the same people at the same time and you're chatting or you're just, like, people watching, like, beautiful women but then you said that you go to a gym full of elderly people. It's not even like a Planet Fitness. It's like a community center full of elderly people, and you still enjoy it. It's like yeah, you're not even getting the social aspect of it. <laughs> well, I mean, old people can socialize, but... You're, you're having me now second-guess my whole exercise <laughs> endeavor now, I guess, you know? I don't want to crush your fitness. Uh... Actually, it's, it's torturous. No, it's not fun at all. It's torturous. <laughs> Now you're going to get fat again, and it's all my fault. All your fault. Like, on Monday, I'm like, why the hell am I here? Tom is, uh, you know, show me the light. Or I'll have to build uh, build you a fitness thing. Be honest. You love when they gawk at that hip of yours. <laughs> Look at that boy. He probably hasn't even broke his hip yet. That's sexy. He has all that mobility. <laughs> no, I, I didn't used to like going, uh, but then... You find aspects in the gym that makes the time go by faster. So what I used to do, there was two ways. I used to listen to very hardcore rap music that gets me very hyped up. So doing the part of my exercising where I want to be hyped up and energetic, like my, my cardio, I'll play some uh, rap music. 
And then later on, I'm doing my weights. I'll listen to an actual podcast or a book because it's not as intense. And so that way I go through my workout. Don't know that I even worked out in the end. So everybody has their own method to make the time go by and enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't enough for me. (laughs) And I also try to think like, oh, I'm going to force myself to not listen to my favorite podcast unless I'm exercising. Yeah. But then I I would break that rule. (laughs) I mean, maybe there's a way to like get a third party involved to like, okay, it's a paid podcast and you can only access it if you're at the gym because some geo trackers, like some app that, that makes it impossible for you to listen to your podcast uh, unless you're at the gym. I mean, there could be things like that. If you're going through all that work to get a babysitter to make sure you don't listen to, you know, your fun things unless you're at the gym, they just get the whole entire gym thing up. It's not going to ever work out. <laughs> What about you, Gus? I find ways to completely take my mind out of it. So when I go to the gym, I've got a movie I want to watch. I've got reading I want to do. I've got something I'm doing. The hamster wheel syndrome really does affect me quite a bit. It bores me to all hell. So there's always something that I have to find to take my mind off of it, whether there's some problem solving, whether there's an issue that I'm dealing with. But yeah, so I don't per se enjoy being locked up in an area and when it hits summer i like running outside and doing my work outside but um inside the gym i always have something else that i'm i'm constantly focused on and you also do i don't know if you still do it but you used to do like broom ball yeah so you used to get some of your exercise done through sport which i think is is good yeah that's a blast i mean that's both social and that's uh that's intensive because there's a lot of running involved in there so I, I mean, you don't really think you're exercising. You think, well, shit, I won or lost this game. But the exercising part is like the benefit, just like you had started out with, you know. Um, if you can make it fun and you don't think of that all you're doing is trying to find a way to burn a calorie, then, of course, exercising becomes a whole lot easier. It's not more exercising anymore. It's just you're doing something enjoyable. Now, do you have to get in shape before the broomball season starts? Yeah, absolutely. Broomball is very difficult because – well, I mean, your shoes on ice, right? So you lose a lot of that power you would get from the friction that's generated when you've got rubber on cement. So um, you end up working a whole lot harder to get not even a third of the way that you would normally go if you were running outside. So, yeah, I mean, exercising, preparing for broom ball, you are sort of doing something productive. You're getting yourself in shape for a goal. Right. Yeah, I guess some people like, oh, they're trying to fit into their bikini. Uh, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, I don't want to see you in a bikini. Me neither. That'd be a horrible day. Horrible, horrible yeah. day. Weren't we talking about torture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... Be kids on, on the beach, like, I gone blind, mommy! I gone blind! <laughs> yeah, I, I guess exercising with, like, a short-term goal like that, I mean, beyond just, like, being fit for your life, like, preparing for a fun thing, like, oh, I'm gonna go kayaking, I'm gonna climb a mountain, I'm going to do a sport. You might be more willing to exercise and not quit if you need to do it to prepare for a thing. But, like, why not make it funner? Like, you're preparing for broom ball on the treadmill, getting your cardio better. Why not play a video game while you're doing that prep? 
Exactly. You could even play a broom ball video game <laughs> or a hockey video game. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm right on your page. I think that you're 100% right. If you could find a way to make it more enjoyable and even the, the training portion of it, if you can get your mind off of it, I think that people would train faster, harder, and push themselves further because that pushback from the body, that tiredness from the body that uh, would normally tell the mind, why am I doing this? I should stop. It would suppress it a bit, which would allow them to, to train harder and, and ultimately get to their goal faster. You think people would like block out their tired signal so much that they would have heart attacks and die? No, I no, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> the other thing is, if the running on the treadmill doesn't impact the game, you're not gonna push yourself. You can slow down the or you could stand there on the treadmill if you're tired and you want to keep going until you beat the boss or whatever. Whereas it, if you were playing a video game where the pedaling or the rowing or the walking had an impact in the game, you might be motivated to overdo it and cause injuries or problems. That's another reason why I don't like the idea of actually having the running impact the game. Just use your hands and have the running not impact the game at all. I think that's better. I mean, it would work, right? I just think that if you had feedback that the game could use, it might work better. And the last thing that I thought about doing is I thought it'd be cool to start like a Twitch channel and play video games online and show that I'm using fitness. And I thought about like, would that be enough to get people to watch? Or should I like point the camera right at my beer gut and call myself like Fatty McTreadmill? Like would I have to humiliate myself on Twitch to get people to watch? No, but I think that if you had a paradigm where people paid you tips... For you to keep clothes on, it may be very <laughs> profitable for you. So if you yeah. did go the fatty McBeer gut, and yeah. as long as you got $100 in tips an hour, your clothes would stay on just fine. But yeah. aside from that, they got to come off. But yeah, you might need the running to impact the game in order for people to watch you playing the game. Right. If it was like Rocket League and you were watching eight players on their exercise bikes competing against each other, that might work better than watching one guy playing some video game on the treadmill, but the running doesn't impact the game. He's just using the controller. Right. And I, I think you're right about that. If you had something interactive where you know your, your treadmill or your uh, elliptical would allow you to move forward in Rocket League, and maybe even you do simulcast this, right? So you, you do a private game with somebody else who's got another side of your controller too. And you guys are going, 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 and halfway through the game, you tire out and nobody could drive anymore. I think that would be pretty incredibly hilarious for the Twitch watchers to see that this game can't be finished because the two cars just can't make it anymore. They're too exhausted. <laughs> yeah, you could still root, like, is Fatty going to fall? Like, even, the, even if the running isn't impacting the game or... Somebody went and watched for five minutes to see how the controller works. Yeah. If it was just the controller and the running didn't matter. But, yeah, maybe you would need the treadmill to impact the game in order to be entertaining on Twitch. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.